everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, you guys, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone had a relaxing and wonderful 4th of July weekend last week. Hopefully, you were able to try out those tacos from last week, and if not, don't worry. I have a brand new taco recipe for you this week to take all of those leftovers that you probably have from barbecuing and basically putting them into a delicious Southwest barbecue taco. It's a chicken taco, shredded chicken with some of my favorite barbecue sauce that is 100% guilt-free. Super stinking delicious per usual, so go check out the show notes before you leave today. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the episode, which has been one that I have been so antsy to record over the last couple of weeks, but also slightly nervous. So for those of you who don't know this, um, I was called this year to be on the hit television show on NBC, American Ninja Warrior, and it was such a blessing. It was the first season that I've ever been called to go and compete, and so I wanted to actually share what happened on the show because unfortunately, because they have like several hundred athletes that they have that actually go out there and compete, I was not highlighted during this season. And so with that, I wanted to take this chance to actually share what happened, everything from when I arrived to what happened in interviews and backstage to when I ran the course. And more importantly, is to take the time to just share like what came from the experience and how it's transpiring in my life a few months later. Because I truly believe that we have these experiences in life, not just merely to have them as memories and moments, but to have them serve as a bigger purpose, to help you really learn lessons that are going to help you therefore level up. And I truly believe that getting the call this year That was the main purpose, and there's so much that came from it. So we're going to jump into that, but let's just talk about what happened. (laughs) So uh, to, to first start off, my trip started off a little rocky with the fact that somehow the flight that they booked for me, I got put on standby. And so for those of you that watched my social media while this was happening, I was supposed to go out at a like, oh gosh, fly out of Denver at like 11 a.m., And then, uh, yeah, I didn't fly out of Denver until 7 p.m. And I didn't get to San Antonio until like 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. And I was supposed to have my interviews. I was supposed to have my B-roll and my hero shots all be the next morning, like right around 9 a.m. And so I was very lucky that they switched things around for me. So I had it that evening. But you know, just getting in San Antonio was so surreal and sharing the every single moment, obviously, of what I could share while I was out there, it just was insane. And I just want to thank every single one of you. And I have goosebumps as I'm saying this, the amount of support and just overall, like how people were cheering me on during those 24 to 48 hours before I ran. And even after the fact, I cannot thank you guys enough for this. In fact, my whole story to get on the show was actually this podcast and the fact that it's given me a channel to really share my story and to allow for the journey and all the lessons that I've learned during this journey. It's given me a space to share those, to help the woman, to help the people, whoever it is that's listened that direly needs to hear it. And so speaking of, you know, my story and the interviews that later that night after I arrived, 
um, or I should say in the morning when I arrived, (laughs) I got the chance to go and do an interview with the producers and I got to do hero shots as well as B-roll, which is where, you know, you like dance in front of the camera and do like the mean mug face and all the laughing and smiling and stuff. But the interview piece was really incredible. Um, That was probably the best moment of the entire experience. And that's crazy probably to think, right? Because I got to run on a bunch of obstacles. I got to be on TV. But hands down, what I will tell you, the best experience was being in that interview room with my producer. Actually, there was a couple of producers in there. And it had nothing to do with, you know, me being on this pedestal and being asked all these questions about my life. I mean, duh, everyone likes to talk about themselves. It was while I was sitting there is I just had this moment where I thought, you know, if this had a chance to get aired, this message could genuinely save someone. Because I think about that woman who, again, was in a toxic relationship, depressed on the couch, living her life on autopilot, too lethargic to actually live her life, and being able to share just my story and what I did and how I overcame it and what I'm off to now in this empire of a life that I'm building, I was just hoping that that was going to give hope and light to, again, just the people, to that woman who really, really freaking needed it. And so as I was sitting there in the interview room, it was just crazy how effortlessly things just flew off the tongue, and it was just like having a conversation. And so at the end of the interview, I stood up, and so did the three other producers in the room, And there were two of them that were already crying. They, like, were going and grabbing the tissue box and, like, patting their eyes and blowing their nose and just shaking their head of just how in awe they were of just the interview that happened. And then I had my main producer, who was asking me all the questions, come up to me and just give me the biggest hug. And we just sat there for a moment. And he looked at me and he said, thank you for being the best part of my day. Thank you for being a light for so many of us. I really hope that you go out there and you never stop sharing your story. And it was in that moment, like, and I get emotional thinking about this, where I was like, holy freaking cow. Like, I've done my best to really celebrate myself for all that I've accomplished and all that I've overcome over the last couple of years. But being in that moment and having just that that experience allowed for me to just go back to my hotel room and be like, I am, I'm amazing. (laughs) And not in like a way of like boasting, but I'm just like, wow, like I, I feel like I really just recognize myself. And for all of the impact that I've created, it was just, um, it was a really meaningful and impactful moment. So that's why it was one of my favorites is because I really had the chance to deeply celebrate myself. And so went to bed after being on that high. It was really, really hard because, of course, then I knew the next day that I woke up, it was game time and it was ready to go and it was time to go play on some obstacles. And so uh, I woke up the next morning, got up, did some mobility, got myself in the right headspace. Guys, I was so calm. In fact, my intentions while I was there was to just be present and to enjoy every single moment and to talk to the people that I wanted to talk to, no matter if they were like the world's biggest producer or like the biggest names out there on the show. I had a lot of them on my day, crazy enough. I just wanted to be 100% me and be present. And so I walked into that day with, with that mentality. 
And I got to meet people like Maddie Howard, who, again, if you watch the show, you got to see her run uh, last night. Um, Sean Bryant and so many other Tiana Weberly. I was sitting with her. I actually went to dinner with her after the fact. So many freaking incredible athletes. Um, and it was just because I was 100% authentic and me and present and in the moment. And it was just amazing. And so I was runner number 70 or 69. I was like in the mid 60s, early 70s out of 80. And we had left the hotel around 9 a.m. I did not run until about 12 hours later. So you think about it, right, where I'm up at like 5 a.m. because I can't sleep and I'm like trying to get myself in the right headspace, get fueled, all the things. And um, <laughs> I didn't run for so many hours after the hour that I woke up. In fact, it was it was a full 12 hours at least. And so my adrenaline was running and it was just crazy, but I was in such good spirits and just having an absolute blast, just being behind the scenes and getting to watch the obstacles be demonstrated and watching all of my friends that also got called for the show get up and run and totally kick some major butt. And so here we are. It's finally trickling down to my time and I am officially on the backstage platform and they're getting ready to count me down to walk up the stairs and I'm wearing like this huge sunflower like headband thing it goes around my entire head it's just it's freaking joy (laughs) you got to see the photos of it it's freaking joy and so they're like all right Kayla three two one go and I walk up the stairs and it's just like this holy cow this is actually happening I am competing on American Ninja Warrior I'm stepping up to the starting block I was able to wave to my friends and my family that were on the sidelines and I saw all of the people that were back at home um on the screens and so I got to see my kids and oh my gosh I just I have so many goosebumps thinking about that moment and then I threw off the sunflower and it was time it was ready to go and so they counted me down five four three two one I took the Biggest deep breath I think I've ever taken. And it's funny because when you watch the, the um, I, I actually have a recording of it, but when you watch the filming that I have of it, it's like the most intense look that I've ever had in my entire life. And so I take a deep breath and I go and I start running up the steps to the rope. And it was like foamy. The steps were like really foamy. And I felt like I was flying on a cloud. I was like, this is weird. This is not what I expected it to feel like. But I made it to the rope and I made it through the first obstacle. And I was like, okay, that was like the biggest scare in the entire world is you'd never want to get called for the show and fall off on the first obstacle. (laughs) It's just terrifying, terrifying. And so I get to the second obstacle. And for anyone that has actually watched the course, I had, what was it called? Broken pane glasses. It's the really weird one where you have to run up something and it turns and locks you into place and you have to jump onto the springboard thing and climb your way down and then lache over to another obstacle and that falls into place and you got to run across it. It is one of the weirdest obstacles I've ever seen in my entire life, but I'm like, I'm a parkour athlete. I can totally do this. I get to the second obstacle and I'm sitting there thinking of my beta, like right left, right left, all the things, grab here, there. And I just, I can't even feel my body. Like I'm having the biggest out of body experience. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I feel like I can't move. And so out of me being like, oh, I got to go. Like they're going to tell me and yell at me, got to go, got to go. I ran up it and 
I don't even know, honestly, really what happened when I got up there. All I remember is my chest slammed into the board and I fell straight into the water. And when I got out of the water, um, this was a little while back, I looked and I had like bruises all over my leg. I was bleeding on one leg. So clearly I did some damage somehow. Again, not shocked. I'm one of the clumsiest humans alive trying to do the sport. But I remember popping out of the water and all of the cameras are in your face. And I just started waving and smiling. Um, And the water, by the way, I've had plenty of people ask me, is the water cold? It is ungodly cold. It is now going to be my motivation to never fall in again because I almost took my breath away. And I got up out of the pool and they're like, what happened? And I was like, you know what? I think my foot slipped and I just wasn't able to regain it and I fell back. But you know what? Like, great learning experience and I'm just blessed to be here. And they moved away and they shimmied me off so they can get to the next person. So I'll be honest, you guys, when I was watching the obstacles and the course that I was up against, I for sure thought I was going to get a buzzer. And when I walked into this, I was not confident at all that I was going to get a buzzer. I was like, I would just be excited to make it through the first one. Actually, I'm just excited to even be here and to have this opportunity. But when I walked up and I was watching the demo that day, I was like, I can do this. I can do every single one of these obstacles. Like, this this is it. Like, this is going to be my opportunity to like really just solidify all of this work and this journey that I've been on. And when I fell in the water so early, I remember walking back and just being like, what happened? And guys, I felt fairly empty because I had spent the last month and a half or two training and working so hard and making sacrifices that I felt like I blew it. And so that was a really tough pill to swallow. And when I went backstage, I was actually backstage getting um, redressed and, and getting dried off with Maddie Howard. And again, for those of you that watch the show, she is just an incredible human being. I'm so happy I've had the chance to just get to know her as a friend. Um, but she talked about how easy it is for people in the rookie season to have the blackout experience. And so many people, so many rookies this year went out on obstacles one and two. And as much as everyone was trying to console me and said, I'm strong and I have the best personality and an incredible story and I'll be back next year, I still was just like in this space of like, I blew it. And so it took me a second, um, you know, after I talked to my parents and I talked to my friends back at home, all of them were just so proud of me. And just seeing me up there was just such a surreal experience for them too. But uh, on the plane ride back home the next day, I just was sitting there and jotting things down because my mind was my mind was running wild. And these were some of the things that I really took away and that I thought through that are now incredible stepping stones for me to level up and have these lessons are honestly the reason why I'm continuing to level up in my life right now. And so the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway, I would say, is to never measure your success off of one moment in time. And if you'll notice when I was explaining this, as I said, oh, by being on American Ninja Warrior and by going after a buzzer, that means that I'm finally successful. Like this is going to be the moment where I can finally celebrate my success. Don't ever wait for that moment to celebrate the progress that you're making. And don't you dare ever wait for one moment in time to measure all of your success off of it. You should be measuring your progress every single day. More importantly, you should be celebrating the incredible human that you are for showing up and taking swings at your goals every single day. 
because some days you guys are really freaking hard and we need to give ourselves more credit. And that's what, that was such a big eye opener for me of like, wow, I have been really working on celebrating myself. And, and this was the big lesson of it doesn't matter how well or how not well you do on a TV show. You are enough. You are worthy. You are capable beyond belief. And that was probably the next takeaway and thing that I really got from this is this show gave me something to fight for. Like this show sort of like revived me a little bit and gave me a goal to go after. And in the process of it, I got to see just how capable I was. I got to see just how freaking strong I was. And if there's anything that I'm celebrating, it's the fact that I have become this incredible athlete mentally and physically since since I got the call in January. I honestly do not think that I would be where I'm at today, making the progress that I'm making and moving up to higher level obstacles and courses had it not been for that. And so I don't think that I got the call just to go and like have this big celebratory moment for myself. I think that it finally, the call was that chance for me to finally wake up to say, you need to celebrate just how amazing you are. And you need to, more importantly, go out there and freaking run after what you're capable of. Like that, I would say that's probably the biggest thing alone. Some other things that I think go along with that is don't wait until something happens to be happy or to go for it. I talk about this all the time of like, if you wait to be happy until you hit a buzzer, or if you wait to be happy until you get the promotion or until you have the money, you're going to be wasting your time and life. You're going to be wasting your life away. So be happy today. Find joy in the journey today because you can. And when those big moments do actually come up, trust the outcome and know that something bigger is on the way. It doesn't matter if the outcome was as you expected or in my case was not as you expected. Trust that it's going to lead you to something bigger and better. Trust that there is a lesson. Trust that there is a path for you. But you can't go walking down old paths and trying to jiggle open locked doors that weren't meant to open for you. In fact, after I had my little pity party for a couple of hours, then I started to turn around and walk down a different hallway and look at different doors. And if anything, I realized, wow, there is actually a career for me. There's actually a hunger here in this sport to coach it, to work with elite athletes, for me to be a sponsored athlete, for me to be the best athlete that I can be. There is so much more on the horizon that this moment just gave me. And I'm really excited to go after it when I get back. Um, And this is probably one of the last things that I'll say about just the experience itself is leave a place better than how you found it. Again, my biggest intention going into this was to be present and was to be that light for other people. In fact, the whole reason why I agreed to go on the show in the first place was because I wanted that woman that desperately needed to hear my message, I wanted her to be able to hear it. And so when I got there, I led with that intention through the conversations that I had, through the people that I met, through the interviews that I had, just every single piece of that, I led with that intention of I'm going to leave this place better than I found it by being 100% me, by being the light, by being the joy in people's lives, and by sharing that it's never too late for them to go after it. And even though I didn't get the chance to share my story nationally this year, 
I don't need a TV show to continue to share my story or to make the impact that I want to make. In fact, that was probably another really big thing that it showed me is how important my story is and how much I need to continue to share it. Because for the few people that did have the chance to get to know me and listen to how I got there, they were incredibly touched and their lives were changed. And I don't just say that again as boasting. I say that because they told me, wow, my life is forever changed because I had the chance to meet you and hear this. And I'm so excited to just watch how you're going to impact people after this point, no matter what happens on the course. So that was my American Ninja Warrior experience. After three to four months of just waiting to tell people of what actually happens, it feels good to get it off the chest. But I hope what you guys genuinely realize at the end of the day is I'm not perfect. I am not like effortlessly walking through life. I fall on my face and I fall on my face a lot and I fail a lot and I make mistakes a lot. The biggest difference is that I just don't give up. I find a way to crawl through the tough times even if it feels like it's just by (laughs) my fingernails and I just don't ever give up and I use whatever lessons life are trying to teach me in that moment or I just go out there and I try and find the lessons in the first place and I use those to just be a better person for myself, for the people that need me to be brave enough to do so. And I am not upset or disappointed in what happened. In fact, I'm incredibly grateful because it gave me something else to look forward to. It allowed for me to gain so much and open my eyes to what is possible. And so I encourage you today is to take this confidence that I have that this experience is going to launch me, regardless if I get called back for the show next year or not, but to take that confidence that I have in my failure, and I put that in you know quotes, and for you to look at your life right now and maybe where you feel like you're failing and completely just crapping the bed and see it as, wow, this is such a gift. And I cannot wait to see where I'm at in three to six months from now because I just didn't stop. Thank you so much for showing up for you today, you guys, and for listening to all of my mumbo jumbo as I try to get out, you know, everything that's on my mind from what's happened um, on the show this season. And I really hope that this inspires you to just go take action or to look at something differently today. And I'm sure I'll have plenty more to share with you next week after I attend my huge health coaching conference this week. So until next time, go enjoy those healthy, delicious tacos, and I will see you guys next week for another episode. See you then.